Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Expect a Miracle podcast. I'm Richard Roberts, your host. I was praying earlier today, thinking about the condition of our country, thinking about the questions that I'm sure many people, perhaps you, have been asking. Questions like, how am I going to make it? How am I going to provide for my family with all that's going on? With the highest inflation possibly we've ever seen, uh, with the influx of, uh, of illegals coming into our country across the border, with the continual rise of gasoline prices, uh, with the senseless murders that have been happening in our nation, with all that's going on, with all the infighting politically uh, on both sides of the aisle, how am I going to make it? How am I going to get through? How am I going to provide? Well, I was looking at the scriptures today and I thought I might be able to give you something that would be a blessing. So if you have your Bible, turn over to Matthew 6, verse 33. And let me talk to you for a moment about the guarantee of God's provision. You say, you mean God has a guarantee for me? Yes, he does. It's written in plain English in the Bible. It's Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. That is God's guarantee. He wants us to put his interests first, or like the title of a song I used to sing, put Jesus first in your life above everything else. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, or in other words, seek God and his way of doing things. And then all these things will be added unto you. Well, Richard, how is that going to happen? It happens with your faith. You've got to believe the word of God. You cannot trust your own imaginations, your own thinking. You have to trust God. Well, that's a difficult thing to do. I know. <laughs> I faced it many, many times in my life. There have been so many times when I, I didn't know how I was going to make it. I remember the story in the Bible of Jehoshaphat, the king of Israel, who was faced with three armies coming against him. And he said to the Lord, we have no might, we have no power, we have no strength against these armies coming against us. But he said, our eyes are on you. Now that was seeking God first and his righteousness and believing that all the things that Jehoshaphat needed would be added unto him. This is the formula. They bowed on their faces and they prayed. And when they did, a prophet showed up and told them what to do and said, as a matter of fact, you will not have to lift your hand against those armies. God will take care of those enemies, those things that are standing against you. And lo and behold, when they went out the next day, they found those three armies had gotten into a quarrel and had, and had destroyed one another, and all that was left was the spoils. <laughs> so that Jehoshaphat and the Israelites went into the enemy's camp and took the spoils, all the, all the armaments, all the food, all the silver, all the gold, everything that, the, that was there, and it took them three days to do it. It's because they sought first the kingdom of God and his righteousness or his way of doing things. Then all those things 
began to be added unto them. That's the first principle. The guarantee of God's provision begins starting by seeking first God's word and his authority in your life, putting him first, not running around like a chicken with your head cut off, trying to figure out how to do it because the Bible says his ways are above our ways. His thoughts are above our thoughts. And he takes the things that the world calls foolish and he uses them to confound the wise. Now, I'm speaking out of personal experience today because I've been facing a situation in our ministry and quite honestly, I have been trying to figure out how to solve the problem. And the Lord reminded me of the scripture and showed me that I was completely wrong. And I had to say to the Lord, I'm sorry. I tried to figure it out in my own strength, but in my own strength, I can't figure it out. I relinquished it all and, and I, I rolled over in the bed that night and prayed as I was praying. And I said to the Lord, I give it to you. Lord, I give it to you. My eyes are on you. That's what Jehoshaphat said. Our eyes are upon you. For in the natural, I don't have strength against this thing that's coming against me. But God does. Now that's the first principle. That's the first thing I want to share with you, especially with what's happening in our nation right now. Now, the second thing is, and I wrote this down, the kingdom of God works on the seed principle. Okay, there he goes again. He's talking about an offering. I'm talking about seed. Your love, your time, your money, your prayers, your smiles, a good word, a pat on the back, an attaboy. Everything in life comes from a seed. Everything. Everything in life comes from a seed. And what you put in is what you're going to get out. I remember the story in the Bible where Jesus and his mother went to a wedding. Jesus at that time had not yet entered into his public ministry. He was still preparing. And the Bible says they ran out of wine, which was a very bad symbol or a very bad omen we might say, for a Jewish wedding in those days. And they came to his mother, Mary, and said, we've run out of wine. And Mary turned to Jesus and said, son, they've run out of wine. And, and Jesus said, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing now, mama, <laughs> it's not my time yet. <laughs> and she looked around with a must, um, probably a wry smile on her eye and said to them, whatever he tells you to do, you do. <laughs> and Jesus went into action. He said, bring some water pots and fill them with water and then pour them out. They had to put something in in order to get something out. They poured in water. But lo and behold, after they had poured in the water and then poured it out, it had been, it had been turned into wine. Now you say, well, that can't happen. Friend, there's nothing too hard for God. Nothing in this world is too hard for God. They put that water in there and then they turned those water pots over and wine came out and the, the maitre d', we might say, or the headmaster or the, <laughs> the, the, the governor of the feast, the scripture says in the King James, came and said, you know, at most weddings that I officiate at, they bring out the best wine first. And then after people have well drunk, they bring out the cheaper brands. But you have saved the best for last. Now that's an indication that when you put something in the hands of God and God uses it for his glory, then he can multiply it back to you in the best way 
in the way you need it most. The kingdom of God works on a seed principle. You've got to put something in in order to get something out. And then the third thing I want to share with you today is the seed must be sown in order to produce a harvest. Seed doesn't grow in the barn. Seed only grows when it's planted. When I was a boy, my dad conducted a crusade in the Seattle-Tacoma-Washington area. And uh, on one of the days that we had off, he drove us out some miles inland from the water into the farmlands of western Washington. And it was harvest time. And the farmers were gathering in their harvest. And I remember my dad pulled our car off the side of the road and got, got us out of the car and pointed and said, look there, look at that harvest. I didn't know what he was talking about. He said, son, that harvest is there because those farmers planted seed. He said, if they had not planted seed, you wouldn't see the joyous, happy looks on their faces that you're seeing now. It's harvest time because they planted seed. Seed must be sown in order to produce a harvest. Now, what am I saying? Well, there are a lot of people today who are calling on God, expecting God to do something when they have the answer in their hands. By sowing their seed, you have an answer in your hand. The seed doesn't grow in the barn and it doesn't grow in your hand. It grows when it is sown. And you know, in the natural, it seems there's always some reason why we shouldn't sow. It never seems to be the right time, but it, it's always seed time with God. And whenever you sow, it's also harvest time. God sets something spiritually in motion when you sow your seed. I remember the story in the Old Testament of how, of how Isaac uh, faced a famine, and it wasn't the first famine he faced. He faced another famine in the days of his father Abraham. But he faced a famine, and he wanted to pick up and run. And that's what many people want to do today. They don't know what to do. They want to run because of so much turmoil going on in our land. They don't know how they're going to provide for their family. They don't know how, how they're going to survive. And he wanted to run. But God spoke to him and said, don't go down to Egypt, which was obviously what was in Isaac's mind. Don't go down to Egypt. Stay here in the middle of this famine, in the middle of this problem. Stay here in the middle of this recession, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Stay here and sow in this land. And Isaac obeyed. There's a time in your life when you've got to do what God says, not what you want to do. Not what you feel like doing, not what you wish you could do. Isaac obeyed the Lord. He stayed and he sowed in famine. In other words, he sowed at a time when it didn't seem like it was the right time to sow. It looked like it was time to cut and run, but instead he stayed and he sowed in the land. And the Bible says he reaped a hundredfold in the same year. I'm talking to you about spiritual principles. Now you can talk about inflation. You can talk about the high gas prices, the high diesel prices. You can talk about uh, the influx of illegals coming across our borders, our borders being weakened. You can talk about the war in Ukraine. You can talk about the senseless murders. You can talk about all this going on in our schools. Uh, the, the, I could just go on and on and on. But friend, God has not fallen off the throne 
He's the same God. And he's your God. And he's my God. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his ways of doing things. Put him first. Put his interests before your interests. And then these things will begin to be added. Learn how to sow. A lot of people get into trouble and they hold on instead of sowing. The worst thing you can do is to, is to hold on to your seed. The best place for seed to be is sown. And then understand that that seed has to be sown in order to produce a harvest. Well, God, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this mess. Well, I do. By putting God first, by sowing your seed unto him, and by expecting his miracle power to turn the situation around. I've done that over and over and over again in my life, and I keep having to be reminded. <laughs> Just recently, as I said, the Lord reminded me to go back to that scripture again, to sow my seed and to watch God work. Now, he's no respecter of persons. If that will work for me, that will work for you. I urge you to do that today. And I pray right now that this message that I just brought you just comes from my heart. I pray that it's a blessing. And I pray you'll take these principles and you'll use them. You'll put them into effect in your life. And God will multiply every seed you sow, as he says in Luke 6, 38, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. I pray that over you today. I believe God for you. Now I take authority over every sickness and every disease, every fear and every doubt against everything and anything that would come against you. I bind it in the name of Jesus. And I pray for you to be healed and I send the word of God to you according to Psalm 107 verse 20, which says he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. I send that healing word to you today and I believe God for a miracle in Jesus' name. Now, let your faith go. Believe with me and act on it in Jesus' name. Faith without works is dead. Faith without corresponding action isn't going to do you a whole a bunch of good. Use your faith, believe it, act on it in Jesus' name. God richly bless you. I'll see you next time in Jesus' name. When you sow your best seed faith gift into the ministry, we want to send you a special gift the God's Miracle Increase Package. It includes the Breaking Free From Debt Bundle, a God's Way to Increase CD, and a vial of anointing oil. Request your God's Miracle Increase Package today. Go to richardroberts.org or call 1-844-828-1412. Again, that's richardroberts.org or 1-844-828-1412.